It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's to Your Health provides valuable information from Dr. Kevin Sherritt for the betterment of our personal and community health. Brought to you by the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital. Here's Roy Hatfield. It is time once again for Here's to Your Health, a joint production of Real Roots Radio and the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital, serving our communities like Yellow Springs, Cedarville, and Jamestown. And Dr. Kevin Sherrod joins us, and his appearance is also made a part of uh, Brought to you in part by our friends over at Greene County Public Health, your local trusted public health authority since 1920. Dr. Kevin Sherrod joins us on a Tuesday morning. Doctor, thanks for your time as always. How are you, sir? I am well, Roy. Thanks for having me. Well, glad to have you on board as we uh, once again tackle the uh, coronavirus as, as we do every week, you know, being in the middle of a pandemic. Although, uh, you know, we always say we like giving good news. And, you know, the good news right now is we continue to see cases drop. We continue to see hospitalizations drop, positivity rate. Um, good news. Yes, it is good news. I mean, you know, compared, this has been a roller coaster for us, as people know. And, um, we're seeing those numbers go down and, and each week we talk, you know, and I, I try to be very cautious to say, Hey, this could, you know, at any time turn the other direction. But each week we go that we see these numbers go down is, is, uh, a week for the good. And, and we're continuing this trend. So hopefully we're going to be able to just, you know, see this continue. Now, unfortunately with the uh, winter weather, I uh, would imagine we'll see vaccines, uh, or vaccinations go down as well. Uh, unfortunately due to the weather, not only here, but, but all across the country, uh, here locally, I know that, uh, there have been some cancellations. Um, I know Green County public health is closed today. You you know, what are you seeing on the ground uh, here locally as far as cancellations uh, due to the weather for the vaccinations, or are there any? Yeah, th- no, there's some. As you said, the, the health department's um, uh, canceled their vaccine clinic today, and, and there are some others. The Kettering Health Network canceled their vaccine clinic. I'm sure, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'd be surprised if any of the vaccine clinics are open today with the weather situation as it is. And, um, you know, I you're you're the weather forecaster more so than I am but but it's my understanding that probably after today even though they're expecting some weather coming in later this week that it's not anticipated to have the impact that this system has had so you know I think it'll be touch and go maybe uh, for a few weeks longer in terms of weather situations of course you know anything can happen but we are in the middle of February and the days are getting longer and the sun's getting brighter so the likelihood of having weather-related cancellations, at least in this area, moving forward is probably diminishing. Dr. Kevin Sherrod joins us on Here's to Your Health on Real Roots Radio. Uh, Doctor, we've seen the the progression of age groups kind of stop at the age of 65 uh, for vaccinations uh, here in the state of Ohio. Uh, I know you've been getting some questions because now, I think just this week, uh, they started allowing appointments for those who are younger than 65, but have major health conditions. Can can you kind of expand on that and the questions that you're getting uh, from sure. folks? Sure. You know, it's uh, the uh, it's 65 age range is going to be here, uh, is going to be implemented, I think, for several weeks because we still have a large number of people over 80, a large number of people, you know, in, in every, all of those age groups over 65, they're still 
you know, a large, uh, the majority of the people in those age groups haven't been vaccinated yet. And I know the Ohio Department of Health and the governor and, and everyone involved is really concerned about those uh, age groups, especially those over 80, because uh, the statistics tell us that they are absolutely at the highest risk of developing complications and, and even death from this uh, virus. So the emphasis and the, and the focus is still on the aged and uh, in among us. Um, but the, um, there are some qualifying conditions that are um, being accepted now for uh, the vaccine, and um, most of those are, are pretty straightforward. There are, you know, some, and, and one in particular that I'm getting a lot of calls on are people with asthma uh, and or COPD uh, that uh, might qualify for the vaccine. And so, I've been getting a lot of calls from patients with asthma saying, hey, uh, when can I get my vaccine? And unfortunately, I have to tell them that unless they've been hospitalized in the past year, even people with relatively severe asthma, if it's not required hospitalization, then they don't technically qualify. And I know um, some of my people, our patients have not been happy with that. But if you um, if you look at the qualifications, that's what uh, that's what the qualification is at this point in time. The other qualifications are primarily neurologic qualifications or congenital heart disease, congenital uh, birth defects, uh, those types of things that uh, will qualify you. I know on the Ohio Department of Health, they have that listed on the website, and certainly you can contact your primary care provider. They should know as well what those um, qualifications are. And if you can document those qualifications, we've been writing notes for people um, that, that need them that qualify just in case they're asked when they, when they schedule their vaccination. So there are, um, you know, some uh, individuals amongst us with some of these uh, ongoing disease processes that, that now do qualify for a vaccine. Dr. Kevin Sherrod, kind enough to join us for a little while to uh, answer some questions. Uh, doctor, one question I wanted to ask you, and and I know you probably don't have the answer to this, but it, it seems like it's picking up more and more steam, is, is we're seeing people, you know, obviously things are progressing. Uh, the picture is a little bit muddy with the, uh, with the variants and how those are going to affect the United States. I know that the British variant is predicted to be the dominant strain of coronavirus uh, in, in the country by the time we get to uh, March or mid to late mm-hmm. March. But I think a lot of folks are wondering, okay, when are we going to get a hint of, you know, is this thing going to be over or are we going to be able to not have to wear a mask or are mm-hmm. we going to be able to relax things? And mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, people just keep saying, you know, the government keeps saying, okay, keep doing what you're doing. But and, and, you know, we've said before that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but I think people are starting to get, okay, when are we going to get to that light? When are we going to right. get to that end of the tunnel? Um, right. What are your feelings on that? I mean, should the government, in your opinion, maybe be trying to give us some hints of, you know, when we can, I guess for better or worse, move on, you know, mm-hmm. from this? Well, you know, and I, and I get it. I understand it. I'm I've had, you know, a belly full of this virus as well as everybody that's listening, and and I'm ready to move on. And I think all of us are. Um, First of all, you're not going to get anybody to say. Nobody's going to give an exact date or an exact time or a month or or even predict. There's some key elements, though. When you hear talk about herd immunity, and depending on what 
uh, guideline you use. Um, initially, the uh, CDC and others said, hey, when two-thirds of our population, which is a little over 60-some percent of our population, is uh, either had the virus documented or has had the vaccine, we will declare herd immunity. And once herd immunity is declared, you'll see, you know, most, if not all, of these restrictions go away. Well, then, they come along later after that, and they've said, well, herd immunity really doesn't occur until there's 75% immunity, which is a, a higher uh, bar to reach than the, than the two-thirds immunity. Um, but until we have some documentation of herd immunity, I don't think you're going to see uh, a lot of this go away. Now, having said that, on a practical note, we see these numbers continue to go down. Vaccinations continue to go up. We come into the summer months, and I, I believe we're going to see people that have either had the virus or who have had their two doses of vaccine, you know, somewhat on their own. And I'm not encouraging this, okay? I, I'm not encouraging this. But I, I think on a practical note, you're going to see these people that know they're immune um, are going to be less likely to, you know, adhere to a lot of these, you know, restrictions and regulations and people kind of organically on their own are going to kind of find their way through this. And uh, if I had to, if I had to say and had to guess and, and please nobody take this uh, verbatim because this is strictly a wild guess, but if looking at it, I, I think by fall labor day uh, and starting beyond that, um, I believe we're going to see a lot of this go away. Now I know that we've had experts say that this is going to go through the year 2022 and, and uh, certainly I'm not in a position to, to dispute that. But my gut tells me that as uh, this virus, viral activity, if it continues to go down, and, and it's going down in, in no small part by the precautions that everybody's taking. So we need to emphasize that it's not just going down because it's becoming, you know, disinterested. It's going down because people are taking the necessary precautions. There is a rising number of us that have had the virus, and so they're, you know, not not uh, eligible to, to uh, you know, participate in getting it. And you can get it again, but it's highly unlikely. And those that are getting the vaccine. So all of those things coming together, we're seeing the numbers go down, and, and hopefully we'll see that trend continue when we come back into the warm weather months, when we look back to, you know, the July and August, even though we were quite concerned during that time frame, those numbers were much less than they were in uh, October, November, December. And, it, you know, all things, you know, if everything comes together and the stars and the moons and moon aligns, um, <clears throat> I'm hopeful that by fall, most all of this will be behind us and we'll see the dramatic uh, relaxation of these restrictions coming at that time. Dr. Kevin Shera joining us on Here's to Your Health on Real Roots Radio. I, I think most reasonable people aren't looking for an exact date, but you know, there has to be a carrot at the end of the stick, you know? Um, Absolutely. Some, you Absolutely. Know, there, there's got to be something to look forward to saying, okay, you know, maybe we won't have to wear a mask or do all the things that we're having to do right now when we mm -hmm. get to you know, this point. So, sure. it, you know, it just seems like that might be some incentive for folks to continue to do what they're doing mm -hmm. as opposed to feeling like, well, it doesn't matter anyways. Right. Well, so. and you know, what we're seeing right now is really, as I said a minute ago, is the result of people paying attention and getting it. You know, back 
in March, April timeframe and even up into May, there was still so much dispute amongst people. You know, I had people coming in and saying, hey, this thing isn't real. It's a hoax. And these things don't make a difference. And I'm not hearing that anymore. I mean, I think the virus has touched all of our lives enough that most all of us now know someone who's had the virus and has had a serious complication from it or even a death from it. Um, the, the virus, you know, now uh, people aren't debating with me whether this virus exists or not. I think pretty well everyone gets it that this is real. It's not a hoax. It is serious, and we need to take it seriously. And at least what I'm seeing in my everyday life, people are taking it seriously, and I'm thankful for that because I do think that's made a difference, absolutely made a difference. And we would be in a much worse situation if people continued not to to try to do their part to contain this. Um, But you're absolutely right. This, you know, cannot, you know, continue forever, and we have to see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel and I, I believe we're there now at the office every day. I'm scheduling people out, you know, 30 or 90 days to come back and see us or 180 days to come back and see us. You know, 90 days from now is the middle of May and 180 days from now is the middle of August. I don't think we're going to see these restrictions go away in the next 90 days. Um, I still think we're going to see, uh, you know, a lot of caution, uh, even in you know, the next 180 days. But I, I see it as we go, uh, being relaxed ever so slightly, which is what we're seeing now. We've seen some of the restrictions being relaxed. And I think we're going to continue to see that trend. And and as I said, I'm hopeful that by fall that we'll see uh, a dramatic uh, relaxation and and a lot of the restrictions we're seeing right now in life will be much more uh, normal then than it is right now. Dr. Kevin Sherrod, always kind enough to spend a couple of minutes with us on Here's to Your Health. And, uh, Doctor, we've talked a lot about testing. Uh, just saw something that uh, Kroger is uh, applying for emergency use and hasn't received it yet from the uh, FDA. Uh, they have a smartphone-enabled at-home COVID-19 test kit mm-hmm. that they're planning to sell with, mm-hmm. that basically just about everything can be done with a nasal swab and a smartphone. Uh, yep. You would have to think if this proves to be accurate enough, uh, this could be another game changer in uh, diagnosis. Well, absolutely. I, I saw that same thing, and I'm guessing now, and I don't I don't have any inside scoop on this either, but typically what these tests do is they, uh, they require you to swab your nose, and um, there's a little solution. You put the swab in, and then you take a drop of that solution and, and put it on a, a, a test strip, and the test strip soaks up the solution, and then it gives a result. Well, you take that result and take a picture of it with your smartphone or somehow scan it on your smartphone. And then and within 15 minutes, or well, the 15 minutes is actually doing the test strip. Then you uh, scan that test strip on your phone and you get a, you get a result. Um, it's, a, it's an antigen test. It's a rapid test. It, it'll have the same predictability that the rapid test that we see, you know, we see now. And, and we've been, you know, telling people to be cautious because these tests even though they are rapid and convenient, they're not the most accurate. Um, my experience has been when they're positive, most likely they're positive, especially if someone has symptoms. So when I have patients who have symptoms and they have a positive test, they end up having the COVID. When I have patients who have symptoms and they have a negative test, they may or may not have the COVID. So I would just caution people uh, with, uh, you know, you can have both false negatives and false positives, but my experience has been the false negatives have been a little more prevalent and a little more tricky for us as clinicians to navigate. But yes, it is a game changer. And 
and we're going to be seeing, I believe, more of this coming and more, you know, there is going to be, we talked about it last week, but there is going to be a time and most people are predicting sometime in April when the supply of vaccine will meet the demand. And that means that anybody who wants a vaccine would be able to get one in a fairly timely fashion. And again, that's going to really drive down the, the uh, rate of the, uh, the positivity rate of the vaccine. And that's why I say, if that, if we can get the testing and then we can get the vaccine availability sometime in April, uh, then I'm looking, you know, 90 to 180 days after that, which is going to put us in the October time frame, that we should see a dramatic uh, improvement in the uh, uh, prevalence of this virus. So, um, you know, brighter days are ahead. Um, it'll be here before we know it. Uh, we don't want to fumble the ball on the one yard line uh, because, you know, people are still dying from this. People are still having complications. I'm in the office this morning and I've already seen several people that are experiencing COVID lung and other complications from the COVID virus. And so it's, it's still as dangerous as it's ever been. I, I don't want to promote a, a sense of false security, but it, but the, uh, the momentum is changing and the momentum is changing now more to our favor instead of the virus's favor. So we just want to keep that momentum going and, and realize that we need to uh, uh, be diligent in what we're doing, but there is light at the end of the tunnel and it'll be here before we know it. Doctor, thank you very much for the positivity and the kind words. And uh, we'll chat tomorrow or we'll chat next Tuesday at nine thirty, And hopefully uh, we have some more good news to give. Absolutely. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, doctor. You're home for the best in real country music for over 20 years. WBZI, WKFI, WEDI. We are Real Roots Radio.